Our message is going to be entitled Overcoming Labels and Limitations. Our passage is in 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 9. This is a very familiar passage of scripture, but allow me to release this to you the way God has released it upon my heart and the way I believe we are going to be blessed. Okay. 1 Chronicles 4 and 9, it says here, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Uh, but his mother had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain, or conceived in pain. Verse 10, this is just a typographical error. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, and here's his prayer. Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Sino sinyo gusto sina? You pray and then you could say, And God granted my request. If you want your request granted... Listen up because we're about to release something powerful. Heavenly Father, we thank you that your word is already anointed. Our hearts are open. We are ready. Speak Holy Spirit. We release revelation in this house tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Jesus one more time. So, let me turn your attention to a character study. A character named Jabez. Jabez is... You could say right now, because you've heard it, if you have been a Christian if, and, and you're not living under a rock, most definitely, most likely you have heard uh, his name mentioned or familiar ka mo. May mga churches the church of Jabez church. I mean, the prayer of Jabez church. May mga libro nga prayer of Jabez. I think I think it was in the late 90s when they released that book entitled The Prayer of Jabez. But if you really... Uh, think about it, there's actually only just two verses in the Bible that talk about him. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse, two, verse 9 and verse 10. Dualangid. Why is this character, this obscure character, given so much attention when, in fact, there's only two verses dedicated to the, you know, declaration of his life in the Bible? Dualangka verses. Now, Para nga matagaan sa mas clear nga perspective why it is so important, why it is significant nga ginbutang dira siya sa First Chronicles, dapat insindihon nato ng timeline kung saan ogin sulat ang Book of Chronicles. Now, the Book of Chronicles is like a revision or a rewriting of the Book of Kings. So, magsiling ka nga Book of, the Book of Kings, the Book of Samuel, the Book of Chronicles are all historical books. Pero kung tulukon mo siya, may gagmay nga differences, but generally speaking, the difference is actually in the perspective. Ano nga perspective ina? Now, the book of Kings was written before the exile, the, the history, and the book of Chronicles was written after the exile when Jerusalem was about to be rebuilt. Now, the, the prophet and the scribe Ezra was instrumental in gathering all of these manuscripts para nga matipon ni nakag rewrite ina. What is the purpose of rewriting? Dibang Israel na nakwan sila, diba na uh, uh, they were exiled, taken away from their kingdom. They were forced to adjust to the to the kings that forced themselves on them to get the culture and the religion. And eventually soon, Israel got its independence and was free to practice his her religion again. So under Ezra, now just bear with me because my last history. Under Ezra, gintagan sa sang chance to redo or to rewrite this historical book. So the book of Chronicles, kung basahon yung Chronicles, similar siya sa mga historical books man like Kings and Samuel. However, this book is very, very positive. Now, pwede mo siya tulukon that it is, you might say, from our, in our modern times, masiling ka nga, the book of Chronicles is like a propaganda. But it's not because it's based on truth. It is, the, the message or the intention of the book of Chronicles was to promote the Davidic lineage. Just bear with me. Di ba lang nag-exile? 
na mabalik ng Israel, ma-re-establish na sa isang ilangan nation. So parang mga tao, mabuhian, kag ma-excite liwat, kag magbalik ang inspiration, kag ang structure sa kingdom, gin-rewrite ang history entitled Chronicles or the Chronicles of the Kings or of the rulers or the significant men in Israel. Let's say for example, a good example is uh, in the book of Samuel when David died, ang mga last instructions niya is, to kill someone ng mga kontra nila and to make sure nga mapapas ang tanan ng mga kontra sa amuning area and all, all among other things. Pero in the book of Chronicles, I'm not saying that David did not say that or do that, but in the book of Chronicles, the last words of David, of David were a beautiful prayer. Kung basahod mong prayer, it's so beautifully, poignantly written. Now, and the reason for that is because the book of Chronicles is really written to promote royalty, okay? To promote the kings, to promote the government of Israel. Now, okay, goods na ta? Now, who is Jabez then? Ano ang significance ni Jabez? Here's the funny thing. Because if you read the book of Jabez, uh, uh, the book of Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 4, it starts there by describing the descendants of Judah. Sino ba lang si Judah? Si Judah, ang line of kings. So from verse 1 to verse 8, ginhambal si Judah, amunin kabataan niya, kabataan niya, kabataan niya, kabataan niya, which are all royalty or at least great men who conquered. They were leaders of their clans, leaders of their cities. And somewhere in verse 9, in the middle of that chapter, nobody understands it. Sang dumduman ko sa college, kami sa seminary, my professor said, this is almost so mysterious why this fella was actually added in between the chronology of kings when they were trying to promote the greatness of the kings and out of nowhere this obscure man named Jabez <laughs> was shown now the record of the genealogy of royalty was interrupted para lang isulod ang storya to bring up us the, these details about an obscure man named Jabez now watch this he wasn't a king he wasn't royalty. He was no mighty prophet. He wasn't a priest. He wasn't anybody at all. In fact, if you ask me, just being there felt like he was not supposed to be there. But let me tell you, have you ever been there when you are where you are at right now feels like you're not supposed to be there? And when you look at the people around you, it feels like the people around you are so much better than you are. Their, their state in society, their status is different than you are and you feel like man I don't belong here let me tell you something church it may look like you don't belong until God starts answering your prayers oh you, you, you're missing me it feels like sometimes any value I'm not influential my parents are not political we are not a rich people we don't have money in the bank but let me tell you this moment God starts answering your prayers you may look around and say really on my own I don't belong here I could not uh, I could not deserve this spot to be with this great man but listen to me God is a God who can still answers prayers God is still a God who can still answer prayers. God is still a God who can still answer prayers. Bisan anong status, bisan sino ka, bisan panulok mo sa kogalingon mo, gamay ka, lantawa matabo, kung mag-start na mag-sabat ang Diyos ang imo mga pangamuyo. And then you can say, oh my God, what is this? I don't really belong here. But God has done something amazing in my life. Woo! Now listen, hindi lang, not only is he not a king, not only is he not royalty, not only is he not somebody who's big or popular or named if you read your bible it says that his mom says i gave birth to him in pain actually the word jabez means he brings pain kasubo of all the people nanay mo pa ang nagprophesizing the only other name that is sadder than the name of jabez if you ask me is ichabod 
when the Ark of the Covenant was taken because of the sins of Israel, when the prophet, when, when the priest Eli died, kagin kuha sa sa ilang ang kwan pagrealize nila nga that the presence is gone, di nagbata ang babae gingalanan yung ikabod, which means the glory has departed, or in modern terms or modern tongue, it goes like this: loser, defeated. But here's Jabez. He's not just defeated. He brings pain. Can you imagine this? His name means painful. Painful. Can you imagine? Ga utul tilipon sila mga barkada no gampang sila bino. Ga basketball sila. Pain, pain. Ano ngalan mo ya? Oh, my name is Jaira, meaning God will provide. Whoa. How about you? I'm Joshua or Yeshua, meaning God will save. How about you? I'm Shama, meaning God is forever present. How about you? I bring pain. Doka super villain sa ngalanya, Jabez. Painful. Masakit. And if you look at that, wala man directly na sulat sa Bible, pero ang my push, kung mabatsyagan mo ang pagsulat niya, the way siya gindeclare, my motivation kay Jabez to go beyond that. But, you know, listen, and let me just say this, because labels are more impactful when they are closest to the heart. Of all the people that could have labeled him loser or pain, it was his mother. Kasakit, no? Nanay mo ang nagdeclare sa imo pain. You know, when, when, when Jacob was born, his name was Jacob because Jacob means supplanter or heel grabber. Kay pagwa sang magulang, ginuyatan yang tiil. Kay gusto yung mauna. So gusto yung supplant ang birthright. Gusto yung siya mangin firstborn. Kay twin sila ni Esau. So gingalan siya Jacob, heel grabber, manugtunto. Dishonest. Amun ang minis Jacob. But you know what God did when he called Jacob? He renamed him from supplanter. From dishonest, he gave him a new name, Israel, which means a prince. Rabbi Amunang, Dios, Amunaka, beautiful, and Dios from Abraham, Abraham, which means the father of many nations. But you know what? Jabez wasn't given a new name. He was just forever Jabez. His name was painful. Kagang naghatag siya sang pain ng yakogalingon nga iloy. Tandainyo, I'm gonna touch a little bit of things that I don't. I wish I don't offend anybody here, but we have a member here in our church, nga doctor, nga trabaho sa Western, nga role niya sa Western, isa sa main niya nga trabaho is, nagadil siya sa mga kabataan nga ginamolest. Mga bata, nga gina, mga bata, kalabanan babae ginamolest. As young, amba ko anong pinakabata, siling niya pastor, as young as you could imagine, may lapsag nga ginamolest. Infants. Nakita nga normal utok, hindi ta na may imagine. Pero may mga tao, gid, nga gina, wala ko gina-condemn ang tao, gina-rebuke ko ang demonic nga action. Palangga sang Diyos ang tao, pero ang action iyan na kayawa, hindi na normal. So, kung kalabanan ng mga bata ni, and many of them have committed suicide, amuna nga naging dalaslas hospital. Some of them nagnugid sa DSWD. And they are broken and their psyche is forever scarred and marred and ruined. Ikagulingo nila nga amay nga supposed to be maprotect sa ila among nagmolest sa ila. Or if hindi tatay, magulang, kundi magulang, lolo or tito. Grabe nga mga kwan. You know those situations. Pasalamat ka mo kung nagdalago ka mo sa protected, salamat sa Diyos. Pero kung ikamu kabataan, kag nag-agi ka mo sinaha, let me tell you what, some of the trauma that those people go through, they carry them for the rest of their lives. Amunang mga trauma nagapaguba sing imo trust, nagaguba sing imo confidence, because when you go through those things, those labels start coming upon you. Kisa hindi naganiban nga tao, ikaw nagalabel sa kugalingon mo, kisa iban panulok nila sa kugalingon la unworthy. So they label themselves unworthy. Unclean, unloved. Amo na mga situations yung ginagyan. 
But it does happen in our society. And we do go through a lot of pain. I like what, if you read the Bible, you never hear there that Jabez started saying, Oh, thank God for the pains in life. No. Listen to me. Pains are not God's intentions. Pains are God's opportunities so that He can show Himself strong. I'm going to show you something here. Don't glorify your pain. Instead, glorify God through your pain. Tanan kita maagi sa pain. Hindi pagbayawa ang pain. Hindi pagbayawa ang trial. Kundi bayawa ang Diyos. Samtang nagaagi ka sa trial. Hindi pagambala, Diyos ni naghimo. Diyos na naghimo. Kung himuon mo na ang balon mo, Diyos naghimo. Hindi pag-i-pray nga makagwa ka da. Because you're going to be going against the will of God. But if you believe that God is a good God, you may go through some pain and through some trials. Stop glorifying the pain. Start glorifying the God who will get you out of that pain and out of that mess and out of the labels that want to bring you down. Now, watch this. Ang labeling ni intention isang yawa. Ang negative nga labels. Why? Why is that? Halin sang una pa. Amuna ni playbook ya. Kita mo pag tempty kay Jesus. Same temptation. Ano siling kay Jesus? Kung ikaw, man, if you really are the Son of God, was Jesus the Son of God? Yes, He was. Did Jesus know that? Of course He did. Was Adam the Son of God? Yes, He was. Did He know that? Yes, He did. Was Adam like God? The Bible says He was created in the image of God. Ano siling ni Satan? You're not really like God. In fact, if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. Wala na balaan na kabalugin si Satanas kung ano gamiton niya. Kintuig niya lang gamay ang word. Para magnami, pamatsyag mo kayo. It sounds like a different word. Let's call a spade a spade. Come on, everybody. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Let's not rename it. Let's believe what the word of God says. Amo ng problem. Twist niya lang gamay. Enough lang. Para lang ma-change lang gamay ang perspective ni Adam. Kaya hindi siya mag-imagine nga daw sala, kid. So, hindi mag-iguro ma-offense si God. Not that much. And then he went, pagpasa si isang asawa niya, he ate it. What happened next? Let's see. Tanawan yun, tanawan yun. Genesis three ten. He answered three to eleven. Three ten to eleven. He answered. Kena na wagang Dios. Adam, Adam, where are you? Nagano sila? Nanago sila, di ba? Ginagubras sila sa mga bayo, ng fig leaves. Kagin tabunan nila kahubo their nakedness. So he answered, I heard you in the garden. Kaya napangita sa sang Dios. I heard your voice, God, in the garden, and I was afraid. Look at this, because I was naked. So I hid. Look, look, look. And he said, who said that? God. And God said, who told you that you were naked? D did you get that? <laughs> See, naked para sa Dios at first, kung wala gin redefine sang yawa, kagin affirm ni Adam, that nakedness for them was embarrassment. But for God, it was innocence. Oh, you, 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 you gotta get this. Ang nakedness para sa ila, shame. But for God, it was purity. That's why God said, who told you you were naked? Because it never came from me. Listen to me, church. If there is a negative label, if there is a label that brings you down, I guarantee you it's not from God. God will never tell you a negative affirmation. Mm. Woo. God didn't call them naked. Look at this, guys. They define their own limitations. Watch. Because the moment you affirm a label, you automatically place a limitation. They, they didn't know they were naked. It was pure. It was innocent. And they fellowshiped with God. They held God's hand. And they walked with Him in the cool of the day without any problems, without any issues. Now they can't leave that place without wearing something. They have to put on something. Ano ginhimo mo? Ginlimit mo na. May layer of limit na. Because limitations are a byproduct of labels. Especially negative labels. They bring you down. By the way, the first, the first one to be murdered in the Bible is not Abel. The first one to be murdered was the lamb. 
Sino nga lang, Pastor? Because when, they, when God saw them wearing fig leaves, what did God do? God slew a lamb and made clothes for them from the skin of the lamb. Tanawan yung blank picture. Para matabuna ng ilad nakedness. Come on, somebody. Para matabuna nila kawianan. The lamb had to be slain to cover them up. That is the picture of the lamb that was slain to cover up their nakedness. Watch this. Their nakedness was their shame. That's why when Jesus hung on the tree, that lamb was also naked, stripped of his covering, signifying now I am covering your embarrassment. I am covering your nakedness. Now I am calling you to a new walk with me. Sa nagbitay si Jesus sa krus, he was not, wala siya gabahag. Wala siya trunks, nothing. He was naked. Why? Because that lamb that was slain to cover their nakedness. That thing that the devil used to label them so it could define who they were, so it could limit their power and potential. God said, I'm gonna take it back the same way you did it. This lamb is gonna be hung naked to cover your sins and to cover your shame. Now you're no longer guilty. Now you're, oh, come on, somebody. Woo! Huh. So limitations natin sa tutuod lang kisa, arat lang sa aton mind. This is where it's at. Your limitations are defined by the labels you affirm. Imagine what would happen if Satan approached Adam and he said, you know what? You could actually be like God. Imagine if Adam said, hey dude, I already am. I'm not him, I'm not God, but I already am like God because I was created in the image of God. I am the son of God. The Bible says when you see angels, they're going to look weird. They're angels. But the one who sits on the throne has the form of a man. Man already looks like God, talks like God, moves like God, but uh, Satan had to redefine that and say, guess what? If you will just eat this, Maybe try to be change among a definition of terms. The devil is a master of making you accept labels. The intent of the label is to either reveal or obscure identity. Kunang Dios maglabel sa imo. You're my child. You know what he does? When he says, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You're a brand new creation. When he does that, he reveals your true identity. But when the devil labels you, what he does is he obscures, he hides. That's why a lot of Christians have all the power of God inside of them, all the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and they could barely get out of the depression that they are in. If you feel depressed, please, I do not speak condescendingly. I'm just like this. I'm bold. I know what you're going through. I've fought some depressive thoughts. I've had bouts of depression in my life as well. So I, I, I'm not impervious to these attacks. But even if I'm not perfect, and even if I've made my mistakes, the truth is the truth. We have the righteousness of God. We do have joy unspeakable and full of glory. Don't let the world redefine that. Let the word of God define it for you. I am who you say I am. Woo! Just imagine, let's go back to Jabez. He was living, just living his life. Growing up, siguro, wasya kabaloko ni moon niya. Kada sulod niya, guro sa grupo or sa panimbalay nila, mambalang nanayara naman so. Ang di malas ko nga bata. Ang black sheep, But you know what? God had other plans. Watch this. Even though Amunang Iyang alive, look, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Oh, you, you just missed that. See, the problem with us is, Yeah, I know. I, you, you went through some things. That's why I'm depressed. 
Ngayon, kung kuha na tagaan na tension, yeah, nami giman baklan PS5. Nami giman tagaan ka tension. But you know, there's been so many who've been through some tough battles in their lives. I'm not, again, again, don't, don't misunderstand this. But you will never, watch this guys, listen, you could never, you can't be honorable if you keep playing victim. I don't know about you. you. You probably didn't hear that. Because Jabez could have said, you know what? I might as well just kill myself. You know what? I, my mom hates me. Nobody likes me. My name means pain. What am I to do with my life? My mere existence itself is disastrous. Might as well quit. Might as well shoot myself. Might as well be in a drunken stupor. Might as well just be discouraged. And you know what? I ain't going to do none of those things. What are you going to do, Jabez? I decide to be honorable. I'm not going to play the victim part. I'm going to play the victor part. I'm not going to be defined by what my mom said, by what my brother said, by what the society says. I can still pray to God, and I choose to be honorable. It's one of the roles of the church. Remember my message last week? Our role is to find the good and to cultivate the good. Our role is to find the treasure in the midst of the trash. Our role is to bring them closer to their true identity in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Tapat ang trabaho sa church sa tutuod lang hindi amo magtabog sa tao. Kundi ang magbutong sa tao pakadto kay Jesus. Pag abot niya sa church, bahala na ang Holy Spirit na magtandog sa kabuhi. Iwali kong dapat inugwali, bahala na ang Diyos. May nagbambal sa muna sa akong pastor. Pastor nga si Kwan na doon, wala man na siya gabago. Di sino mabago siya? Ako? Ako gusto niyo mabago sa tao nga na nga ginabantayan mo? Sa totoo lang, mahuni lang trompeta pa hindi pa na magbago. Hindi ko na trabaho. Ang trabaho ko ano, magwali sang pulong sang Dios. Ang trabaho ko magrebuke sang dapat i-rebuke. Ang trabaho ko mag-guide sang dapat i-guide. Ang trabaho mo pangamuyuan ang utod mo, nga tsuya kagid kay, nga permiso siya na pakanta, nga permiso siya da leader, do kilala ko man na siya. Ang wala mo na balaan kilala yaman ka. Kasubugor sang life ni Jabez, no? Growing up like that. Here's a revelation, it's so simple, but I want you to hear this. You can't stop people from labeling you. But they can't force you to participate either. Oh, again, 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 again. Hindi mo na. sa church Magsailo ka sa church. Damo church Watch it after one year, two years, five years, seven years. That's how it is. That's how it's happened since the beginning of time. See, our problem is perfect. Wala perfect na tao. Wala perfect na church. Find the church that you want to be in. Establish yourself there. Kung gusto mo ka. Kung gusto magsailo dito sa piyakto. Samas gamay-gamay to, may aircon lang galing. Pwede man to, okay lang, iyan na tanan ni Jesus. Kung diin ang type mo, kung hindi mo di type, kayo pastor nila, nagasigit-singgit kita, kung laway, agad lang sitagsig. My friend ko, ang bataga, Mexico, bago na siya, ang friend, mga friend ko nga na, nakita, kung nakita, iguro pa mga video ko sa Facebook. Itaes na ni Sharon, ang saway, ang bata. <laughs> Sila nga, hey, this is Tita Sharon. This is Pastor Ryan's wife. Do you know, you remember Pastor Ryan? Baby, pati siya binos, ang naghalindi siya sa Iloilo. Nagpa-Mexico sila, nag-migrate sila. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Pastor Ryan. The one who's always screaming on Facebook? <laughs> Mukhang mo grabe ako na identity ba? The one that's always screaming on Facebook. Okay, I get it. I mean, kala, balan nyo, kung i-change ko, panisubong, too late na. Makibot ka mo mo. Anong tabo kay Pastor Galay Machag? I mean, bisang Galay Machag, kung gasingit mga kugyapon, it's just what it is. Kung di ka sa hongi talang ibaan, iyaman na ni Jesus. But my point is this, hindi mo makontrol ang libak sang tao. Ang iban nga libak, tuod. Ang iban, hindi. So what? 
It doesn't affect you if you don't want to participate in it. Can you imagine just, just Jabez going through his first thing like, I don't know, man, show. Oh, yeah. Say whatever you want to say. I don't see myself that way. Something good is about to happen in my life. I have something. I have a secret. I have a God. I can still pray. I'm not going to let you define me. One preacher once said, and I'm, I'm just restating, he said, if you can become immune to the praises of men, then and only then will you become immune to their criticisms. <laughs> Kung sige mo ka inom ang pagdayaw sang tao, kagdaw mapatay ka, kundi ka pagdayawon, kagintoon, believe you me, kung libakon niya na ka na, maapiktuhan ka man na. But you know what? May time lagid. Kailangan ka maghamba nga. I don't care. The ears are off. Uh, water off the duck's back. I'm not gonna entertain those thoughts. You know what? You can say whatever you wanna say. Palibaka ang malibaka, pachismisa ang machismis. Tuod man na hindi. So what? I don't have to participate in whatever it is that you want to declare. Anong gusto mo participate in? Participate ang mga bagay Look for the things that glorify God. That's why we want to come to church. Because when we are here, we can praise God together. Why? Isa sa mga yung people, batihan ko, gusto rin ako, bata sa kondad, siya mo ni, gaway siya mo ni, siya mo na. Amayati, okay na, gaway yung mga yung people sa church, galibaka na yung... Hama ko, welcome to reality. Truth is truth. Kaya kung wala kita libakanay, wala kita nakakita sang negative, then we don't have a relationship really. It's because we're spending time together. That's why we see our flaws. We see our mistakes. But guess what? Bisa noham balun nila. Kung hindi mo, hindi lang pagbatuna. Anong batunon mo? Batuna ang mga bagay na nagaglorify sa Diyos. Kung wala ka glorify sa Diyos, ay bahala ka. Maglalaba imo dila sang libak. Bahala ka. One time in a katusa, ako ko nga pastor, but yan mo hambal ni Juan. Hamba ko wala ko na batian. Pero why mang kulabot? <laughs> why ko na batian? Kagwaay man kulabot. Bala ka mo kung ano gusto nyo hambalun. Di paano na lang nakaroon hambalun sa mga, mga iban nga mga tao si mo? Di ano? So what? Kung, kung, kung maguba ako, tapos to the point nga madula ang tanan, so, I'll start over again. I'm not afraid of those things. You can't scare me with zero. I tried zero. I was a zero and God turned me into a hero. So, don't scare me with nothing. When I have Jesus, I got everything. Go ahead, say whatever you want to say. Go ahead, lipak me all you want. I'm not going to participate in it. Jesus. Choose to be honorable amidst the labels that inundate you. Just choose it right now. See, look at this. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. His environment was negative. Pain. And again, ibalik ko, not only kita nyo man naguro hindi man guro pare sa Hindu gid nga daw may caste system nga kon nabilong ka sa idalom hindi ka gid kasaka at least amo nang relihiyon nila you cannot change who you are unless you are reborn into a higher caste pero your entire life no matter how hard you strive kon ato ka to sa dalom sa ni ko pinakamaalam ikaw pinakagwapa hindi ka pwede kasaka it's against the laws of the religion. Amunang Hindu, Hinduism. Hindi manguro amugin na ang ang sa biblical times, pero hindi siya pareho sang time naton subong. Gabisan ikaw tong pinakadalom-dalom kung maningwa ka, kagbabira-bira ka, mag-eskwela ka, pwede ka kaalsa kay may democratic freedom kita. Capitalistic aton society. Those who work deserve the blessing. Amunang society ta. Sa una nga panon bisan mo katrabaho. Kung ara ka sa isa ka place nga hindi mo dapat ibutang. But you know what? Listen to me guys. But Jabez was something else. He decided, hey, I don't belong here. In fact, I'm surrounded by a negative label. 
but I'm going to pray. <laughs> but I'm going to pray. And what did his prayer do? Look at this. Prayers don't react to the environment. It creates its own. <laughs> Ang prayer, the you, you need to understand something. This is why I love prayer. Because prayer does not react to the environment. Ako discouraging, discouraging man ang prayer. No. Prayers do not react to the environment. Prayers create its own environment. Sa totoo lang kita kung isa ka prayer, oh, may patasan kita kasi, oh, let's create this atmosphere of worship. I, I get it. I know what you mean. It's like create this. But listen to me. We don't need to create an atmosphere, really. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, He brings with Him His own atmosphere. In fact, the Bible says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Ghost, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, ang Holy Spirit, magabot may dalasaya ka o galingon niya. So, ano mo? Ano pa? Gusto mo mayong atmosphere? Dayawa lang yan. Dayawa ang Diyos. Galing pastor, dabo ko problema. Dayawa lang. Dayawa ang Diyos. Galing pastor, may amo ko ni. Dayawa lang ang Diyos. Galing pastor, hambal sang doktor. Mapatay na ko. Dayawa lang ang Diyos. In the midst of all this, you don't have to react to the environment. Let prayer create its own environment. Kanami kay Jabez, no may may mindset siya. Okay, huh? If you think I'm not worthy and deserving, hmm, watch this. I'm gonna pray. Kisa kita sa aton nga time subong, maghamba kita prayer. Ang prayer do religious nga word. Nga word nga ginagamit lang naton just because, you know, ga pray kita. But do you really believe that your prayers really work? That what you declare could really come to pass. Now I want you to turn. I want you to turn your attention to this. Look at the prayer of Jabez. He cried out to the God of Israel. Here's his prayer request: That oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Now watch this, guys. This is mega, super duper bold. You're talking about a guy whose label is he brings pain. You're talking about a guy who's not a king. He's not a duke. He's not a landlord. He's a nobody that nobody likes. But here's his prayer. Watch this. Enlarge me. Expand my territory. Guys, watch this. Did you know that an expansion of territory is not a prayer of common people? The blessing of an enlarged territory is the prayer and the blessing of royalty. You're still missing me. An expansion of territory, claiming more lands, is not a prayer that a normal person prays for. Much less a person who was stigmatized and labeled as someone who brings pain. But then one day he realizes, you know what? I'm not going to take this no more. I'm not going to be pain no more. This day, I'm going to speak like a king. Enlarge my territory. Pastor, okay lang na. Okay, Guru, eh? because the Bible says, and God granted his request. And God granted his request. In fact, sa Bible, kung basahon nyo, there is a city called the city of Jabez. God actually granted his request. He said, enlarge. What is a guy who is a nobody asking for a kingly blessing? You know, this reflects to me like a New Testament prayer because the Bible calls us, you are kings and you are priests. You are a royal priesthood. That's why we can pray, enlarge my territory, expand my horizon, extend my influence. pastor. Let me show you. Dare to be bold in your prayers and redefine your labels and remove your limitations. Again, labels, 
limits. Pero kung gusto mong mangin limitless, let God label you. Let God say who you are. Jabez cried out to the Lord God of Israel. He said, enlarge my territory and let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Grabe. Go, go back, go back. Pag-pray ni Jabez, mabatsyagan mo. Anong kambal niya? Lord, halinsang pagkatawo ko from the day I was born until now, my label is pain. I'm asking you to erase the stigma of my negative past and expand me. That's good stuff. Pastor, galing kay walagi ko, hindi ko kay wigi ko, namo ko, molested ako sa bata pa ko. Lord, erase the pain of my past. I don't want to be the one that brings pain anymore. Redefine my labels. Look at that, he said, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. Siguro sa nagpaninguha siya, may gahambal gyapon niya, huh? You were conceived in pain. You will live in pain. Let me tell you what, church. You might have been conceived in pain, but you were delivered in victory. Mm. Look at this. I'm going to show you a few things here. This is really good. First Chronicles 4, 35 to 30, uh, 4, 38 to 39. The men listed above, sino tong above? All of the rulers of Israel under the line of Judah. Descendants ni Judah. Dalahig na si Jabez. Kaya siya sa verse 9. <laughs> sino si Jabez? Hindi siya da- dapat na belong. Sampid siya da. Pasi, gin-intra-intra lang. But he was so audacious about it. He was so audacious to change his labels that God had to honor that. Look at this. The men listed above by name were leaders of their clans. That includes Jabez. That's why he became a city on his own. Their families increased greatly. And they went to the outskirts of Gedor, to the east of the valley in search of pasture for their flocks. Why? Because their flocks are growing. And they found rich, good pasture. And the land was spacious, peaceful, and quiet. Ano kinimos ang Diyos? Ang ginpanghayo niya, ginhatagit sang Diyos. I'm gonna show you, isang ginatunan ko ni, this was the message I preached many years ago, similar to this. But the line of thought, the pattern, was connected to what I just told you. Maybe may mga lain lang ko nga mga points. Ang pag, isang inwali ko ni Sona, Ang akong message was entitled, Dare to Speak Bolder. Well, watch this. I was studying this. Tapos na ako ninsay, actually. Last night, I was done. I was uh, comfy na. Tapos ng slides ko. I went to bed. So, okay, nagid ko. And then, kagina, early morning. It was a rainy morning, kagina. Lord woke me up and he said, I want you to write this down. I said, okay, okay, Lord, okay, okay. And I was, when I was about to write it down, I said, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to write? And he said, go back to verse, <clears throat> verse 9. I said, okay, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. I said, okay, Lord, I, I mean, I mean, okay, what about it? And I said, that's it. Jabez decided to be more honorable than his brothers. I said, okay, Lord, yeah, yeah, I get it. But to be more honorable. What did he do? Anong mo? Yeah. Did he feed the poor? Did nagbakal siya bladamo ng Jollibee kag nagpakaon sa mga street children sang birthday? Is that good? That's good. 
Did he clothe the naked? What did he do? Did he give alms to the poor? What, what made him so honorable? What is it about that? Listen, I, I don't even know why the English language used the word honorable. And this is where the Spirit brought me. Watch, church. The Lord said, check it out. Check it out in the NU text. Check it out in the Hebrew language. I said, okay. And said, it says they're honorable. Hebrew word, kabod. Okay, wait a minute. Or it means to be heavy or weighty. What, what do you mean by that, God? Heavy or so? So you mean he was obese? So he was heavier than his brothers? He was weightier than his brothers? <laughs> in jest, in my mind. And then the mean is in head. And it's like, it's like the Holy Spirit quickened it in my mind. The word kabod is related to the, another word called kavod, which also means weight or glory or presence. Now watch this. Watch this. When Moses asked God, Lord, show me your glory. In the Hebrew word, it says, show me your kavod. When the glory of God was manifested, it was called kavod. In fact, there are songs that goes like this. Let the weight of your glory fall on us. Because when the Bible talks about the glory of God, it talks about a certain weight, a weightiness. Something that is put on you that brings weight. And when I realized that, wait a minute. So this is the secret of Jabez. Bumadhi Church, you want to know how he got confident to talk to God by saying, Lord, I want the blessing that you give kings. I know that I'm not that kind of person supposed to be. I was brought in pain, conceived in pain, labeled negative. I'm not coming from a line of royalty, but I want what kings have. situation. Look at this. This is what the Lord told me. I, 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 just spare me. I felt it in my heart, God said. When Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers, this is what it means. More than anyone in his family. He said, in fact, more than anyone within his vicinity or area. No one else obsessed about the presence of God like Jabez did. You, 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 you gotta get me. See, it's hard to be bold when you approach God when you've never spent time in the intimate place of His presence. But Jabez, for some reason, instead of sucking his thumb and feeling sorry for himself because he was named Pain, he decided, I have a secret weapon. I'm gonna spend time in the presence of God. And when God saw that, He says, Honorable, 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 honorable. That's why Bisan Indisha Harif, Bisan Indisha politician, Bisan Indisha Mangaranon, he was inserted into this. Why? Because he dared to step into a place where only angels trod. Where was that? In the presence of God. Now it starts to make sense. <laughs> now it starts to rhyme better. Now it starts to become relevant. Listen to me, church. Things will happen in life. Some people will love you. Some people will hate you. Some people will appreciate you. Some people are bent to find faults in you. But irregardless of the situation, always go back to the presence of God. Your obsession to the presence of God is an open door for the blessing. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching better than you're responding, church. This is good stuff. You know how I know it's good? Because when I make my points, I feel the Holy Ghost. Shh. 
So kung wala kagana sa ginawali ko, wala kagana sa mga bagay yung gusto sa Diyos. I'm saying that in joke, but I'm serious as well. <laughs> look, look, look at this. Honorable, weighty. See, kaysa ka panumdum kita, nami kita ng church ta, you know, si Brad Boots, sorry, deal. Kung may mga iban sinyo, halin mga masiban nga church, damo na kato sa akong, dapat aning bilog nga church, dapat may unite kita, dapat wala division. We need to have unity. We need to pray for unity. I don't mean to burst your bubble to be anticlimactic. Ang unity nga ginapangita ta, pag-abot na lang ginaguro ni Jesus. You know why? Kahit tanan kita may sala, may flood, my personal agenda, my personal motivations. People are only loyal to you while they need you. When they don't need you no more, they're not loyal to you no more. Amunang mindset sang kalibutan. Actually, amunang fallen. Dapat hindi amutan na. Pero amunang fallen nature sang tao. Ay, hindi. Okay na Hindi na ko na. That's just how, how it is. So, dapat na ni, dapat peaceful kita, wala kita sa ginamo. Pag-abot na lang ni Jesus, amo na lang guru, pag-abot sa time. Listen, damo, kristyano, galibakanay, pag-abot ni Jesus, amo man agihapon. Whether you like it or not. Si Jesus, ganig nalibak. Mga apostles, ganig nalibak. In fact, sa first century in the church, naglinabanay sila because of doktrina. Damo na kalamatay within the church because ga-contradict sila sa ila interpretation of scripture. Bisan sa modern society, eh, siguro ginali, ginamisok-misokan na lang na sa Diyos. Am I saying hindi kita mag-strive for unity? No, don't misunderstand me. We have, we are striving for unity. But here's my point. God's not gonna curse another para lang lipayon ka, pariyo ka mo anak sa Diyos. Sumpaon gina sa Diyos, makakanser gina siya, ginakuha niya ko. I'm sorry to tell you, that's not how your father acts. Pagambal sang Bible, vengeance is mine. Hindi po singunun nga piangon niya tong galibaksay mo, no? Pag singsang Bible, vengeance is mine, and namin niya kung ara ka sa presensya sang Diyos, kagara ka sa sakto, i-bless niya, pagigga mo na pinaka the best nga vengeance, success. Gusto yung pinakanami nga balos sa mga tao nga nagakuhan sa'yo mo, be successful. Bisa, ano kambali lang ay, pastoraya na, katukad po. Ang ilang simbahan, wala na da. Word, puro lang na da. Party. Isa ganit ka, oras word ko. Diyos ko, wala pa word. <laughs> Taliin lang ako tapos. <laughs> so, Jabez, watch, 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 watch. Ten minutes and I'm done. Jabez, what? Carried the presence of God with him. Sa likod, sang tanan nga negative sa palibot niya. Bisa nukambal sang tao, arilakwe sa presensya sa Diyos. Kabalo ko mo kung sino perming kadaog, ang ara perming sa praise the Lord. Ang perming nagadayaw sa Diyos. Kaya kung nagadayaw ka sa Diyos, bisa nukadefine nila sa imo with labels. You could step out with boldness and say, oh that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let me end with this. In Genesis chapter 29, 31 to 32, when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, watch it. Ano historia ni this is Leah and Rachel. Sino si Leah? Gusto, ang naluyaga ni Jacob si Rachel. Pagkita niya kay Rachel, ang basang Bible, he kissed Rachel and cried. Pag abot sang first night, abigin trabahuan niya seven years, abiyo amuna to. Pagkat, kisipri nakavail na, pagbugdaw niya sa aga, hindi gali si Rachel, si Leah gali. Abal niya sa iya nga father-in-law, why did you trick me? Abas ang father-in-law, yagro, kayo manugtunto ka man. No, why did you trick me? Abal mo may kostombre kami nga dapat unahon pa nga sa unang magulang. But I want the sister. Then you have to work another seven years. He worked again another seven years. Watch this. The Bible says Leah was unloved. Look, 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 guys. This was Leah's label. Unloved. Sino sinyo gusto label nyo unloved? Hindi ka palangga sang bana mo. Ginahambal yagid. I don't like you, I like her. Watch this. Thank you, guys, huh? 
When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he enabled her to have children. But Rachel could not conceive. So Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben. For she said, look at this. She tried to redefine her husband's label of her, unloved. She said, I'm going to name my son Reuben. For she said, the Lord has noticed my misery. And now my husband will love the unloved, will love me. What happened? Still unloved. She didn't quit. She kept on going. Soon she became pregnant again and gave birth to another son and named him Simeon. For she said, the Lord heard that I am unloved and has given me another son. So she tried again with another son and named him Simeon because the Lord saw that he was, she was unloved. What happened? She was still not accepted. She said one more time. Then she became pregnant again a third time and gave birth to another son. He was named Levi. For she said, surely this time my husband will feel affection for me since I have given him three sons she kept on trying and trying and trying to change the label from her husband towards her which was unloved but after three sons she was still unloved she tried the fourth time but this time it was different Leah finally realized hindi ko makita ang love ang saktong label sa kalibutan that's why she said once again Leah became pregnant and gave birth to another son and she named him what? Judah for she said, now I will just praise the Lord. Oh, you're missing it out. I tried my best to change your opinion of me. I gave you three sons and it still didn't work. Listen to me, church. Sometimes no matter how hard you try, people won't change their label of you. But watch this. Come hell or high water, just praise the Lord. Liam, come up here. Music team, just just. Jabez used the, his honor came from praising God in the presence. Watch this. Leah, unloved was the label. But then all of a sudden, she decided, you know what? I'm just gonna praise the Lord. You know what happened to the praise the Lord son, Judah? Of all the 12 sons of Jacob, including the sons of the loved woman, Rachel, Judah got the highest blessing. He became the grandfather of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Sa kabuhi natin, imagine a young girl Getting pregnant before her to the right time. And her husband or her boyfriend doesn't accept it. The child is born. Automatically, bayanjasang your boyfriend. Imagine this. Pagwa sang bata. Automatically, wala pa siya muang. May aran siya diyun label. Unwanted. How many of you have ever felt unwanted? And because he was unwanted, he might ask the question, why did my dad leave me? Maybe he doesn't love me. Unwanted and unloved. Pila kakabataan, subong kapungkoda sa mga bangko nga na, wala lang kamukapalo. Some I know, some I do not know. But many are going through this exact situation. Probably some tanagaagi siya sa mga pains ng life. Wala siya tagaan sang saktong nutrition, di maka-afford si mami. So she, he got sick. Sickly. Unwanted, love, and sickly. I'm never gonna be amount, I'm never gonna amount to anything. At some point, we never know. In his innocence, somebody might have molested him, hurt him, made him broken. Watch this. He's probably only just a teenager. And he's had all these labels, one on top of another. 
nga pagpalagyo mo sa unloved na label, may broken pangabilin. That's why you're wondering sometimes kung nga wala sang direction ng kabuhi sang tao. And because he feels unwanted and he feels broken, he feels unattractive, not good enough. Who will ever love me? If my dad could never love my mom, maybe I am ugly. I don't fit the standard. After Sinai, he starts to become rebellious. Starts doing other things. So now he thinks, not only is he ugly, unwanted, and unloved, and broken, I'm so stupid. Sino sa inyo kagay sina? Tulok mo, kugiling mo si Espiyo, kamangho sa inyo mga kagay mo. Many of us have been through those labels again and again. You're never gonna amount to anything. You're a nobody. Even your own dad doesn't love you. You are hated. You are weak. Nobody cares about you because at the end of the day, who are you? And so you start acting up. Not because you really want to, but you're acting up because you're confused and lost. So now everybody hates you. In the deluge of life, because you feel like, I'm such a loser. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't even want to try. I am already a coward. This is so true, whether you accept it or not. Most people right now in our world, bisan ara sa church, why sila tutuod kapaluko nugus nila imuon sa life nila? They're just lost. Just look, imagine the layers. Sino si inyo almost tanan nga ginhambal ko ginagin agyan yun na? Napati an yun na ginhambal sa inyo or ginhambal mo na sa ogalingon mo? Tanaw ako ng pilana na kalayers. And so you think, man, I, 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 I feel like I'm just pretending to be good. I'm not really good. I don't have a good family name. I'm just a fake. That's who I am. I could go on and on and on and on and it will never end. I could spend another hour talking about all of these defeats that we go through in our lives and it seems like it's an endless array of helplessness and now you feel like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm just a hopeless man. Alam mo kung nanusunod si na, Ario, isa mo na hindi mo mabaso lang tao kung aga mo amo ni siya. Depressed. devil says look at your entire life from the day you were conceived until now you're nothing but a failure how many of you have felt like you are a failure that is the pinnacle I failed in my marriage failed in my ministry failed in my love relationships I failed in my business failed in my studies I'm such a failure this morning the Lord showed me this while I was studying I said God this is not about labels he said no look at this I'm gonna read Ephesians 1 13 to 14 in him you also when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance, until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. I said, Lord, that seal 
He said, look at it in the Greek. The word sealed is fragizo, meaning to seal. Look at this. Or to affix. Or to label. See, what it, I'm contexting in the Bible times is a king gets his signet ring and gets hot wax and pours the wax and seals it with his ring. That's a label from the king. Now watch this. With a signet ring or other instrument to stamp a roller or seal. What does it do? To attest ownership, authorizing or validating what is sealed. Or it signifies ownership and the full security carried by the backing or full authority of the owner. Sealing or labeling in the ancient world is a legal signature which guaranteed the promise of what was sealed. And this is what the Lord told me. He said, you see, when the devil starts to label you, he has but one intention. Listen to me. He thinks if you start affirming those labels, he can own you. Again, because a label or a seal is a seal of ownership. That's why when you praise God, things change. When you pray, things change. The doctor calls you a patient. The lawyer calls you a client. The pilot calls you a passenger. The entrepreneur calls you a customer. The devil calls you a victim. But Jesus labeled you and he calls you mine. Church, listen to me. The only limitation is the label that you placed. Jesus knew that. That's why he said, I'm going to give my spirit so that I can label everyone that belongs to me. Yes, underneath this label, sometimes he's still a little bit depressed. Sometimes he's still unwanted. Sometimes he feels unloved. But that unwanted, unloved, depressed person belongs. 